Our scripture this morning comes from New Testament, Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. It tells of the baptism of Jesus. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. I was told that on Monday, the 12th of April, one year long time ago, my mother gave birth to me. I was a very small baby. That's not what she said. <laughs> Came home on a Friday. I was born on Holy Week. Came home on a Friday. And three weeks later, I was baptized. I don't remember my baptism as a ceremony, but I do remember my baptism as a way of service to God. The church I grew up, as soon as you enter the building, you come into the sanctuary, the very first thing you see is the baptismal font. And it's there to remind us every time we enter the sanctuary to remember our baptism. Now we have decided to put the baptismal font front because it has been tucked in the corner for too long. And if baptism is one of the sacraments of the United Methodist Church, the baptismal font needs to be demonstrated for others to know and recall their baptism. And so there is going to be so that when people enter the sanctuary, they think about their baptism. And we pray that they are thankful and so today, as we consider the baptism of Jesus, we are able to say to one another, remember your baptism and be thankful. When the West Ohio Conference Center was first erected, as soon as you entered the building, there was a water fountain. And the inscription as you see the water flow, was just simply this, 
remember your baptism, and be thankful. Now it has been reconstructed, so some other emphasis is there. And the emphasis now, as far as I'm, I know, is the sacrament, which is communion, not the sacrament, which is baptism. But every one of us should remember our baptism every day and be thankful. I read about a preacher who was appointed to his first congregation. He and his wife went to visit his family one Saturday afternoon for lunch. The preacher's mom sensed that her daughter-in-law was not all that happy, but not wanting to be one of those nosy mother-in-law, she pretended not to notice. But as, as her son and her daughter-in-law left, everything was cleared up because she overheard her daughter-in-law say to her son, the new pastor of a congregation, all right, we can go by the church and you can practice baptizing me just one more time. But let, let me remind you this. When you have your first funeral, you are not going to practice burying me. <laughs> My friends, I personally don't think that practicing baptism or baptizing someone is all that necessary. What I do consider absolutely necessary is living out our baptismal covenant so it makes a difference in any given moment. You live out your baptism so that every moment you have an opportunity, you are making a difference. Martin Luther, the Protestant reformer, once said that there is no greater comfort to the Christian in times of testing, in times of difficulties, than to remember your baptism and be thankful. No greater comfort. This morning we did pray for hard times. We did pray for comfort for those who struggle. Martin Luther says there is no, no greater comfort to the Christian in times of testing and in times of difficulty than to remember your baptism and be thankful. One among many reasons is that baptism is a sign that the Christian life is independent upon what we do but it's rather dependent upon what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. It is all about God. The pastors, the priests, they will stand and perform the ceremony, but my friends, it is all about God. It is God's grace. What God has done for us in Jesus Christ is what matters. 
So think for a moment this morning. Think for a moment. What has God done for us in Jesus Christ? Think for a moment. What has God done for you in Jesus Christ? I want us to pretend this morning. Pretend for a moment that you are a young soldier and part of a presidential honor guard. Every day, the president walks into his office and you snap at attention, click your heels, and salute the president. The president nods. Every day, this same procedure occurs. President is, is stiff, is formal, is technical, with eyes never looking at the president in the eye, but eyes always straight ahead. But then one day, the president stops in front of this young soldier and says to the young soldier, please follow me into my office. You do so, and the door is closed. The president orders you to, to be seated and then looks at you in the eye and says, I want you to become a part of my family. I want you to become a family member. I want you to attend all our family gatherings. Indeed, I want you to become a part of my family. My friends, what a moment that would be. Because in that moment, the relationship between the president and the young soldier is totally transformed. The relationship is no, no longer a formal relationship, but it's now a very close and loving relationship, a very relaxed and cordial relationship. I mean, think for a moment the joy in the heart of, of that young soldier. And when you think about that, my friends, that is precisely what happens to us in our baptism. It is God who takes the initiative. You may have chosen the day, the time, the place, but it is God who takes the initiative. And because of God's initiative, the relationship is totally transformed. You become a part of God's family. We initiate you into God's family from the day of your baptism, no matter what age or what system we use. Because in the United Methodist Church, we can do pouring, we can do sprinkling, we can even do immersion. And I have done all three, depending on who is getting baptized and the request they make. I don't swim, but I can do the immersion. And I've done it in pools and rivers, and I'm not going deep, but I can do it. So we can do We do all three. Whatever your choice is, the pastor will do it for you. Because it's not about the pastor. It's about you and your relationship with the God who created you. 
In the baptism story of Jesus, Jesus shows up on the banks of the Jordan River as a recipient of John's baptism. The baptism of Jesus, therefore, and our baptism are all public signs. It is not a secret ceremony. They are all public signs of an intention to submit our lives to God's desires and intention. Again, it is all about God. So what does it mean to remember my baptism? What does it mean to remember our baptism? What do I remember about my baptism? I remember seeing a baptismal certificate that the church issued. I remember reading on it and my mom telling me who my godparents were. Because in my time, you have godparents and they, are, they have responsibility from the day you are baptized to the day of your confirmation. In, 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 in our way of thinking, their responsibility ends on the day you become a member of the church through confirmation. So I remember for my confirmation, my mom sent me to my godparents to inform them that I'm getting confirmed and that they're invited to be there. And after that Sunday's confirmation, their responsibility, well, was not over, but it diminished because I take responsibility for myself now as a church member. What do you remember about your baptism? It does not mean recalling the specifics of the event itself. Because most of us who were baptized as infants don't know anything about the, the, the event itself. But it means you remember the ongoing impact that it has made ever since you realize the fact that you were once baptized. It does something for us. It means remembering that since the day we were born, God is at work in us. It means that even before we could realize it, God was putting together the people, like your, your godparents, your church members. God was putting together the people, the conditions and influences that would draw us toward a commitment to Jesus Christ and a lifelong journey of faith. That's what it means to remember our baptism. It means that we are part of the family. It reminds us, my friends, that we are not a self-made individual, but we are the sum result of us and pray for us into our physical and spiritual well-being. It means we have a community of people around us, a community that prays for us, a community that supports us, a community that embraces us, we are not alone. Mostly, it reminds us of who we truly are in the eyes of God. Think for a moment, my friends. What are you thankful for as you remember your baptism today? What are you thankful for as you remember your baptism today? I am so thankful 
that I still believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so thankful that every day I know I'm surrounded by people of faith. I am so thankful that I see the world in a different way every day. I am so thankful that I believe God is always with me. Not sometimes, but always with me. And that this morning I am so thankful that I can renew my baptismal vows and still be thankful. What are you thankful for, my friends? It was at the end of a recent reality TV show. The employees of the company received gifts based on how well they are done in the competition. One employee received a cash gift of $10,000 and their younger sibling received the same amount. These two young people had been homeless for quite a portion of their life. The employer recognized they made the best of a bad situation and wanted to honor them. They were both grateful. And the young man that received the first $10,000 said it was life, it was a life-changing gift. It made me wish that I could give someone a life-changing gift. Of course. I was thinking money. But in that moment, God reminded me that there are other ways to change lives. Other ways to change lives. Very often when we talk about life-changing gift, we equate gift with money or material value. But my friends, the real life-changing gift don't have dollar signs in front of them, but have an eternal value. The gift of love. No dollar sign. Everybody wants to be loved. And somebody is looking up to you just to say to them, I love you. A life-changing gift of love. A life-changing gift of friendship. Very few people I don't know who don't need friends because all the people I know need friends. A life-changing gift for some person. Friendship. What about advice? Just talking to somebody. Letting them have another opinion, another view of things. A life-changing gift of time and of just listening. Listening to somebody when they need somebody to be there. Not to talk. Just to listen. 
These are life-changing gifts. Gifts that people are looking for, searching for, every minute of every day. As you remember your baptism, and as you are thankful to God, make sure you don't miss out on the best gift of all this new year. God's word and God's enduring love for each of us. What gifts are you missing out on giving and receiving today? It is, it is the baptism of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the baptism of Jesus is one of our favorite stories. We love to hear how the heavens opened, to imagine the dove descending, and to hear God's blessing on God's Son. This is my well-beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And for Jesus, baptism represents the beginning of his ministry. My friends, let us take home with us this morning the fact that we are baptized. And let us remember it. And as you remember your baptism, be thankful. Because baptism is all about a new beginning. It is all about a new beginning. Baptism is the good news that we have been included into the family of God. The moment we baptize anyone, that person is included into the family of God. And baptism is our call to the service of God. And therefore, we go out this morning to serve as we remember our baptism. Whatever the service is, do it joyfully, remembering your baptism. And at the end of it all, be thankful. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the baptized people of God say, Amen. Amen.